welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And this is episode 25. It's actually 26. 26. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 26. Oh, grace Lord. and mercy. See? Amen. Have grace. I'm going to have mercy on you, too. That's <laughs> Appreciate you. You know, my bad, y'all. Anyway, thank you so much <laughs> for tuning in today. Um, I hope you guys really received something from this episode today. Um, you know, with grace and mercy, you really can never go wrong, right? Like, right. Didn't you always... say earlier that they were cousins? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I call them cousins. Um, because you almost can't get one without the other. Yeah. You know, they, they truly go hand in hand. I won't call them brother and sister, but they are something like cousins. They in the you know? family. They in yeah, the family. they're like first cousins that kind of grew up as besties, you know. Yeah. You know, you know me. So I'll get I'll deep into that as, as yes. to why they should be cousins. <laughs> She's going to break that down, down. But <laughs> just to kind of jump things off and kind of get things started. Um, so with Grace and Marcy, for me personally, it's probably for real one of the things that saved my life. And it probably when you really sit back and reflect and when Lindsay breaks down just what grace and mercy really is, you'll agree. It probably is the very thing that saved your life as well. Um, We have all made so many mistakes that I bet there's plenty of people listening that should not be listening because Mm -hmm. they should not be alive. There are probably plenty of people listening that should be locked up somewhere. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people listening right now that should be in the nut house and et cetera. Because we have done so much foolishness to degrade ourselves and and degrade God, but we're still here. I wonder why. It's because of God's grace and his mercy, honestly. I mean, all jokes aside, y'all know I'm a goofball when I want to be, but all jokes aside, it is because of God's grace and because of his mercy that we are able to still fulfill promises and purposes in our lives that God has placed on our lives, I should say, because we really aren't worthy. We are not worthy of the things that God has commissioned us to do. We're not worthy of the promises. We're not worthy. I'm not worthy to be sitting here speaking to you right now, but it's because of the love that God had for me, and it's because of the grace and the mercy that I am able to sit here right now and minister to you. That's so awesome, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that we take for granted, though, too. I'll get into that later. Lindsay, you go right on. (laughs) Well, as I was kind of researching, you know, grace and mercy, I feel like a lot of people kind of assume that they truly, truly know what they are. And I think if you would just literally walk down the street and ask someone, they could probably give you a general idea. Mm-hmm. But you know me, Jess, I'm a researcher, yes, and I like ma'am. to just break it down. Yes, ma'am. So, they're actually not the same. Right. Episode's over. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <But laughs> mercy is deliverance from judgment. While grace is extending kindness to those that are not worthy. So keep that in mind as I go forward. So what is mercy? By definition, it is defined as forbearance or kindness. More specifically, it's usually involved kindness shown at a time when a severe penalty is expected. So mercy is just one of the many traits, obviously, that God possesses. 
And in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 31, it says, Because the Lord your God is a compassionate God, he won't let you go. He won't destroy you, and he won't forget the covenant that he swore to your ancestors. And side note, I'm sitting here thinking, why is my computer looking so blurry? It's because I ain't got on my glasses. But anyway, <laughs> as I read that verse. Anyway, I got my glasses right now. I don't even have them on. But anyway. So with that verse in mind, it's often mercy is going to be often tied to forgiveness as well, which is what we discussed in a previous episode twice. (laughs) So, for example, if you forgive someone who has wronged or hurt you, then that will be basically an act of mercy. Mm -hmm. Now, I've noticed that in the Bible, it often talks about mercy in reference to sins and transgressions, but it's not always the case. Because at times we can have mercy or receive mercy in situations of a trial which is displayed in Proverbs 14, verse 21, where it says, He who despises his neighbor's sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. So several of these types of passages refer to basically, again, an act of kindness or an act of forgiveness towards someone who is going to be in need of it. But according to the Bible and just living proof, We all have sinned, and a result of that, since we deserve death and eternal judgment, with this in mind, every day we live is an act of God's mercy. Mm -hmm. So if God gave us what we truly deserve, we basically just all would be screwed. And that is my take on mercy. We'd be head. head. (laughs) It's so funny, when you were reading the definition of mercy, why did I think of student loans? Oh, my gosh, because... (laughs) Sally needs to forbear and show an act of kindness. You know, that's a prime example. Yeah. You know, I just felt the need just to call Sally up and be like, will you have mercy on me? Have mercy on me, please. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Sorry. We're funny, okay? Um, But I I like mercy. (laughs) I do. I like mercy. Mercy is something that actually challenges me, Jessica Nicole. Here's why. Because... That second part of the definition, kindness, that has not always been my strong point. I've not always been the kindest individual. When you hurt me or when you do something to disrespect me, I was normally the one that would just act like you didn't exist. Or if I wanted to acknowledge your existence, it was certainly not in a kind fashion. Um, And so I had to take a minute and I had to learn that I I do things, even still today, maybe not like I used to, but still now, I do things where I hurt God and I disrespect God, but he's not popping off on me. He's not mm-hmm. disregarding me. He's not condemning me straight to hell. He He still loves me. He actually still loves me. Even when I show my tail, even when I know I'm doing things outside of the will of God, he still loves me. And he shows, he shows that mercy. He actually still, he's still kind to me. He's still friend. I still can call God friend no matter what I've done to put myself in a position where I should not, I should no longer be because here's the reality. We as humans, you mess up, you, you mess us up, mess over with us or whatever the case may be. You, we're not friends no more. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't talk to each other no more. We, we cut people off. We just, we, we carry this weight and we make sure that we stay angry at them like on purpose. Like we literally make it a mission to stay mad. 
Right, um, intentionally. Intentionally. Like, it's not even like, oops, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm mad at you. No, I'm going <laughs> to stay mad yeah. at you. I'm going to write a reminder. I mm-hmm. am mad at Pookie. <laughs> put it on like, Facebook. Put, I, Do okay. not talk to this chick. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, y'all literally rally, rally up the team and the squad to make sure they don't like them either. But we have to, like, really learn how to practice the way and operate within the ways of God. Like, so what if they hurt you? That's just a part of life, honestly. Let's just keep it real. You you can't avoid being hurt. You can't avoid being hurt. You can't avoid being disrespected. But you have got to practice showing mercy and showing mm-hmm. kindness to people. That's what God does to us. But then on the flip, well, no, my flip side is when we start talking about that grace. <laughs> so I'm going to let you tell you about grace. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. So I'll dig deeper into grace now. Yeah. So, like we said, Mercy is obviously definitely an aspect of God's grace, but grace is just really a broader, more extensive concept than mercy. So, in case y'all didn't know, grace actually comes from the Greek word charis, which I've learned has multiple meanings, and that includes gift, favor, and kindness. So Mm. follow me. It actually refers to the unearned favor of God that is extended to us to basically pardon our sins upon our repentance and it enables us to have a healthy and happy relationship not only with God but also with others when we extend grace. Mm -hmm. So our sins being forgiven by God's grace leads to our salvation referred to Titus chapter 2 verse 11. But we deserve nothing from God. He doesn't owe us anything. Mm -hmm. So anything that anything good that we experience, in my opinion, is a result of the grace that God has because it's favor, like that Greek word. Mm -hmm. So like I said, it's basically an unmerited favor. God favors or gives us good things that we do not deserve and can never earn on our own. So grace is anything and everything we receive beyond that mercy. Mm -hmm. So I told you I got to flip about this uh, grace thing, right? So there are so many people that purposely this might shock you. It may not. There are so many people who purposely sin just because <laughs> thank Shocking. you for the special effects. <laughs> that was pure sarcasm. I know you know. Um, but it blows my mind how many times I talk to people and they literally <laughs> they they sin on purpose because they say this is their this is their rebuttal. I mean. You know, it's God's grace, so I'm straight. I hate that. God Ooh. knows God knows my heart. God knows I hate my heart. that. Because you know, I'm a okay, I'm sorry, just because no, you off. No, I'm gonna go use this it. as an example. Go for it. So I feel like sinning against against God when you have that relationship with him is almost like cheating on your significant other. Absolutely. So if I went to my man, told him I cheated on you, but baby, you, you know, know my, my heart. heart. <laughs> you what, know what's I that love sound you. like? I feel like it's the same thing with God. Oh God, you know my heart. Fortunately for you, he does. But unfortunately for you, I think God's grace and his mercy is only going to go so far when you abuse it, just like it would in a relationship. And there you have it. Continue, Jessica. Here's my <laughs> issue. She went in, I'm going in too. Here's my issue. Young adults, this ain't even just for the women. Young adults, you sleep around, you literally have sex, no problem having sex, <sighs> but then you say, oh, but God knows my heart. That's, our, that's the line. Mm-hmm. We're going to just coin that <laughs> phrase. God knows my heart. 
I didn't mean to do it. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Because, see, when you did it, you sent that text to your girl talking about, oh, girl. But then when somebody, when when you have a friend like I, like the friends I have, mm-hmm. and they hold you accountable for your they actions. They throw that conviction on yeah, you. Yeah, and they throw that conviction on you. Then it's, well, I mean, but God knows my heart. Stop it. Just stop <laughs> it. I, like, seriously. I get it. We all fall short. Yes, we do. We all sometimes will run into a temptation or we'll run into something and it will test us and it will test our wills. And yes, there are going to be times where we are going to give in. We're going to fall. But do not dare take advantage of God and his grace mm-hmm. just and use that as an excuse to act a fool. You are just acting a fool. You ain't got to bring God into your mess. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. That's unfair. And Lindsay said it best. His grace and his mercy will only go so far. Don't God ain't a fool. Okay. Like all that. It's like people literally are trying to make, make, make a fool out of God. And that is like, to me, the ultimate level of disrespect. This is our heavenly father. He does. He's doing us the favor. Lindsay said it best. He owes us nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. We owe God everything, but God owes us nothing. He has already done enough. Right. When God sacrificed his son, Jesus Christ, he did enough. Mm -hmm. When he gave up his son for our sins, that was enough. But then we ignorant enough to run around here talking about he knows our heart. Absolutely he does. But you also know better. <laughs> right. You know your heart too. So right. you Stop know your heart foolish. wasn't in the right place. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because I feel like we're more interested in our pride and self-gain mm-hmm. than we are with extending love and grace to others. That's called So selfish. that's right. <laughs> so that's why our grace isn't even sufficient because it will never measure up to God's grace. Right. If we showed as much grace towards one another like God shows towards us according to his law we could be happy we could be healthier in our relationships with one another yeah because grace is typically mentioned in the context of guilt right at mm-hmm. least that's just how i like to see it mm-hmm. so we all have sinned and the price of those sins was death and that penalty was paid for by the sacrifice of jesus so if grace is a pardon for our sins then that pardon was made possible by jesus's death and so when jessica you know, just said, when you literally like just brought up that point that Jesus died for our sins and that shows grace, I don't know about you, but how many people can say that their man is going to die for their sins? Uh. He might die for you, like, you know, dodging a bullet, might push you out the way, but I don't think if someone walked up to and him how and said, many yo, I'm really gonna bruh, do that? bruh, bruh, well, you, you going to die for her sins? I mean, like, let's be no. honest. <laughs> You I mean, know, like, I, why, why should he? And, right. so that, and then, so that's my point. You know, mm-hmm. God knows my heart. Just, just think of it like that. If you, if one, if somebody out there, I, matter of fact, I'm posting the challenge. <laughs> I want you to inbox me on Facebook if you got a man or you got a woman that would die for your sins. That's some real love right there. <laughs> Not an accidental death. <laughs> I mean, like for real. I will purposely die because I know she a fool. If you got somebody like that, please inbox me and let yeah. me know because that's an impressive person. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. But I, I just I love what Lindsay's saying, and I. <sighs> The whole topic of grace and mercy, it it roused me up on two sides of the fence. Like, it roused me up on the side of the fence of, like, being completely grateful for it because I literally know that I would not be here today without it. But then it roused me up on the side of the fence because I know that there are so many people, including myself at one season in my life, where we take advantage of it. And that's... I really want to talk to that that person, that person that's in that season right now that just feels like they can get away with it because of God's grace and Mm -hmm. because God is merciful and he's still kind to us and he still shows love for us. 
I really need you to hear us today. I need you to understand that that is not fair for you. You're doing yourself some damage. Like, God's going to love you. Absolutely. He's going to He's gonna show grace. He's going to show mercy. But when you constantly doing it and you constantly doing stuff just because of grace and mercy and you use that as your excuse to do things, you literally setting yourself up for a really uncomfortable life. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting yourself in a position where things are going to start falling apart for you. Mm-hmm. You're doing self-damage. You're, 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 you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself because it's only going to go so far. Because I think that grace and mercy may remain with you here on earth, but you got to think about that eternal life. (laughs) If that is going to extend in that. Mm -hmm. So I want us to to consider this passage by Paul in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 14. And it says, And I thank Christ our Lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I, I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Jesus Christ. So here, I think we clearly see that the meaning of grace is broader than the meaning of mercy. Mm-hmm. Because Paul had reason to expect punishment for his treatments and the persecutions of all the Christians earlier on. But instead, he received unexpected mercy and forgiveness because he was an unbeliever. And I think your point was when you're like intentionally doing it and and they know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like one is better over the other, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he himself was even called to be a Christian and a minister of the truth. So therefore that mercy did not forgive his sins and justify him before God, but it was the given grace by the sacrifice of Jesus that he was given. So grace is something that we all need, but we cannot earn it or give it to others. We can only give mercy to others. Mm -hmm. And so it only comes, because it only comes through the sacrifice of Jesus. Mercy, though, is something that we need at various points in our lives, and it's something that we are expected to show towards others. Yep, yep. Um, I was going to talk about Tamar, but God put it on my spirit to bring up Adam and Eve. Tamar in the Bible, right? Tamar in the Bible, not Tamar Braxton. (laughs) Let's just be very, very clear. I'm not talking about Tamar Braxton. No. (laughs) No, but I was I was going to talk about Tamar in the Bible, but God said, speak on Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to listen to the spirit. And so their prime example, though, of the grace and mercy thing, Adam and Eve were created. And when they were initially created, they there was no there was no wrong. There was no sin yet. There, but then that old little snake, that temptation that we was talking about, um, got Eve. Got that woman. What does that say about us? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> are, we, are we easily influenced? Um, I think and she was just weak. Was she weak? <laughs> it was, were you trying to make a mark on all women? Because, I mean, several women in the Bible, I think, was tempted at one point in time, but they were yeah. weak. Anyway, move on with Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm sorry. That just kind of, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so, but Eve was, she was tempted, and she ended up eating the fruit off the, the forbidden tree, and then, boom. Now we have sin. They see their nakedness. They run, go hide. And they want to try to get away from God because they really are embarrassed because they're naked. But then God comes and he plays it so cool, y'all. If you really go back and look at the story and really read it, God played it so cool. (laughs) Or Jesus, 
Who was it? God. Jesus, God. <laughs> he played it so cool. Jesus is man. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he played it so cool, though. He was just like, you know, what happened? He didn't come. He already knew, but he didn't come at you. He didn't come at them incorrectly. He didn't come at them sideways. He didn't start going off on Adam. Why don't you check your wife, though? Like, he didn't do all that. He didn't make Eve feel like she was worthless because she fell for the serpent's words and ended up eating the apple. Like, he didn't even do all of that. He played it so cool. And he still showed favor because they were still able to procreate and, and build their family and, 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 and still have their But there land. is consequences because they did get kicked out of the garden. Yes, they got they kicked no out. they no longer had dominion over all the animals he named. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yes, they served some consequences because let's be realistic. There's a consequence for every action. Mm-hmm. Oh, grace and mercy is cool, but you ain't going to escape. <laughs> there we go. Grace and mercy is everything, right? It's awesome. And thank you, God, for it. But that does not mean grace and mercy does not escape consequence. It is not a reason why you're not going to face a consequence. There's a consequence for every action. For every action, there's a reaction. Whether the reaction is good, whether it's bad, there's always going to be a consequence that you have to face. But the whole point to tie it in with grace and mercy it's be, God still showed his favor, and he still showed love for them. He didn't disregard them. He didn't make them feel like they were just, like, the worst people alive. He still loved them. He still showed that kindness, the mercy. He still showed grace because he forgave them. And they were still able to live their lives the way that they wanted to, and mm-hmm. ultimately. And so I just briefly shared that little story so that you all can know that, yes, God's grace and his mercy is everything. And it is, is something that we all should learn to appreciate more and take advantage of less. Mm-hmm. We need to learn how to respect God and show God more respect for the things that he does for us. Because, again, I, I couldn't say it enough. He doesn't, he doesn't owe us anything. It's not he doesn't show us grace and mercy because that's what we deserve. He shows us grace and mercy because he loves us that much. So get off your high horse. Stop doing ignorant stuff on purpose. And yeah, God knows your heart. God knows your heart. (laughs) This has been episode 26 of Grace and Mercy. As always, thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, guys.